2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Kramer and Jess. On demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. Ooh, are you still mad? Want an apology? Or is yours long overdue?
3: Forgive and forget with Kramer and Jess. And running a smidge late. Sorry, everybody. So his female friend just posted a picture of her new boyfriend on Instagram and he thinks that he is owed an apology. Yeah. For this. Mm-hmm. Welcome to welcome to Forgive and Forget, everybody, in case you're new, Jess.
4: Listeners reach out to Kramer and myself when they want to give an apology to someone or, uh, in this case, when they demand an apology from somebody else and Sam thinks that his friend owes him an
3: apology. We're just trying to bring friends back together or, yeah. like, relationships or whatever. Figure it Clear out. Clear out some misunderstandings, usually. You can always email me, Kramer, at Mix1065Baltimore.com, by the way, if you want to be on this segment. Hey, Sam from Towson, good morning. Hey, good morning. So what's... What's happening here? All right. So more or less,
5: I'm reaching out to my ex. We dated for about two years. uh, Broke up at the end of last year, but it was probably the best breakup I have ever had in my entire life. You know, she got kind of really close to my family and we decided, let's try our best to stay friends. And so far, so good as far as that goes. You know, it's like we text all the time. My mom hears from her. Um, I comment on her post. She comments on mine. So Everything, you're still cool. But uh, not too long ago, I saw a post of hers on Instagram of her affair with some other guy on the caption saying this was her new boyfriend. And I just feel weird that she didn't tell me about it. Like, it felt like she specifically hid this from me. And I also felt weird because when I was looking at all the comments, people were saying, like, oh, I'm so happy this finally happened. And, oh, you guys are such a good match. And it was... I just felt weirdly blindsided. It feels like I'm the only person who didn't know about Mm. this. Like, I'm fine. It's just weird that she felt like she couldn't tell me at all. Mm. And it's really strange that this is the way I found out, especially since, you know, I thought we were close.
3: Right, right. Well, how... I mean, how has this... Affected your relationship now, um, since since you found out that she has a boyfriend. Like, is it weird with you guys now? Yeah, like I haven't even texted
5: her in a couple weeks at this point. I just a I feel weird being you know the ex texting her when she's in a new relationship. So I don't want to cause any friction with the new guy that way. I don't know. I feel like I can't text her and. I don't know. Maybe if she apologizes to me and we did this out in the open, we can kind of put it behind us.
3: I get it. So maybe by doing it this way, it doesn't feel as, like, disrespectful, again, since she's now in a relationship.
4: I just want a better understanding of the dynamic, because, like, I just don't, I'm just not sure, obviously, because I don't know you guys personally, if she really owes you that.
3: You guys dated for how long? Almost two years. Almost two years. And you broke up... Just under a year ago. Okay, so you still feel like there should have been... A conversation? This converse. I mean, there are definitely some girls that I have dated in the past that, like, it just didn't work out with romantically. Uh-huh. But we've, like, stayed friends. I do feel like before I get into a new relationship before I, like, post it on Instagram. I should probably, like, give them a little bit of a heads up. Cause, I mean... Because d- almost...
4: Isn't that like, well, why are you telling me this? Like, I'm <sighs> minding my own business and it's almost like rubbing it in their face. I don't know. Stuff. It's That's weird. That's how I feel. Like, it's why weird. would you do that? But
3: I don't know... With your situation, though, Sam, I don't know that I would feel that any of them would be obligated right. to tell me like, to hey. make things kosher between everybody. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, she doesn't have to, like, ask me for my blessing or anything
5: like that. It's just weird she didn't even mention it, you okay. know?
3: And it, okay. And it seemed like they had been obviously dating for or at least something for, for a while now. For but, everyone but, else
4: to know, But yeah. you're not
3: worried about there being, like, a, like a, a cheating or an overlapping kind of situation. You just think that she should no, have given no, you a heads no. up.
5: Yeah, like, I just... You know, if we're gonna be friends on in the future, it just feels weird, like keep something like this away from each other
3: okay well this is what we're here for so if you've never been here for Forgive and Forget, what we do is we, a couple days ago, uh, we reached out to Katie and let her know, hey, listen, there's somebody that wants an apology from you, but we don't tell her who it is until she comes on the radio. She honestly, though, when I asked her, I was like, you have any idea? She literally has no clue that she, like, nothing that like, came to mind, yeah. at least of who might want an uh, apology. So when we bring her and Sam together, is she going to be willing to give an apology for this? Hey, Katie, good morning. Hi, good morning. Thank you for doing this. Yeah, of course. Well, when we talked on Wednesday, you seemed pretty, uh, like, I don't Confused. Wanna know. Like Confused. Like is probably the So nobody
4: word. comes to mind, Katie, on, like, who would want to talk to you? Not at all. But if I if I upset somebody, then
0: I wanna know. Sure. Um, yeah. And, you know, I'm really sorry if I upset somebody. So well,
3: that's yeah. what we're here to do. That's exactly exactly why we do this segment. So um let me let me get him on. The person the person that wants an apology from you is Sam, your ex-boyfriend. And Sam is on with us. Sam.
4: Hey Katie. Do you kind of have, like, any idea of why Sam would want an apology from you? Not at all. (laughs) Not at all.
3: Okay. Well, Sam, do you want to explain, then, like, uh, why why you're seeking an apology today?
5: I just think it's really weird that, you know, we've been friends for almost a year now. And once you, you know, got a new boyfriend, it felt weird to me that you felt like you couldn't tell me before announcing it on social media. I was so weirdly blindsided that it seemed like everybody else knew but me. Like, if we're going to be friends, like, you didn't tell me these things. You don't have to hide it from me.
0: That's what you're upset about?
5: I mean, Like, yeah, you're upset like, that
0: I didn't tell you?
5: I feel like if we're going to be friends, this is the type of thing you would tell us.
4: Well, we broke up a year ago. We're not, like, best friends. You know what I mean? Can you kind of describe to us your take on your, yeah, your relationship with Sam? So, I mean, we see each other, you know, when we're out and
0: we're, you know, we're staying friends kind of. I mean, I kind of feel like we're staying friends because we we have so many people in our life, like overlap, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, not that I don't care about you. I mean, yeah, you're making I it sound think... like
5: you're being a friend to me out of a chore more than anything. No, and I don't, I'm also, no, no. I'm also more confused because, you're saying like you're just kind of in my life, but not really a big part of it when you actually stay in contact with my parents
0: i yeah, I, I just talked to your mom last week because she had covid, so i so I definitely reached uh. out like that's what anybody would do, right um
4: what it kind of sounds like is you were just you're just really trying to be polite, not so much as like actually considering Sam a friend. am I wrong about that? We're not like friends, friends, you know what I mean? Yeah. kind of
5: just... You were literally the one when we broke up that said we should stay friends.
0: That's what everybody says.
5: Then why are you still liking my social media posts if we're not close and you're trying to be distant?
4: Because a lot, of, because you post what? things okay. of like your family right. who I, I also love. Let's I break feel this like down. I have a better
3: understanding of what's going <laughs> I think, on. I, think I get it now, and, and I, I don't mean to laugh, and no. I don't mean I don't mean to laugh, but I think I think what we have here is a little bit of a miscommunication right? of yes. of relationship here. Let, let's be friends was more of a I don't want to be in a relationship with you, and, I, and I also don't want you. it to be
4: uncomfortable when we see each other yes. in public. And I feel and I and I understand that, but like. I do not think Katie, and I'm sorry, Sam, but I don't think Katie owes you an apology for not telling you first before posting on her own personal social media page that she's now in a relationship.
3: Do you think you owe him an apology today?
4: I mean, I I definitely don't think I owe him an apology
0: about the relationship, but I guess I kind of owe him an apology if, if he thought our relationship was more than it is.
4: I guess. Um, if you Jess, want, Katie, Jess, if you face.
3: want, <laughs> you don't have her. to. If
4: you, Okay, okay. you know what? Let's start this right well, now then, so I mean, no one gets confused. Katie, if you do not want to apologize, do not apologize. Like, say how you actually feel. Like, this is your chance. I think you should have seen,
0: you know, our relationship and the reality that it really is.
5: At least now I know, I guess. So, cool.
0: Call from mom. Answer it.
2: Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today.
4: Now, Creamer and Jess, mornings on Mix 1065.
3: It is Friday. Good morning. You oh, made it. Yes. Let us sink in for one second. It's Friday, y'all. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Glad you're here. It's going to be a beautiful day today. Everything's good. Text us. Let's see who's up. 410-583-1065. We call this the 6 o'clock club. And this is anybody that's in Maryland that is awake first thing in the morning. And we just give you a shout out. Say thanks for being here. You know, we just got to hang out. You know? What's up, Jess?
4: Veronica, good morning. Jesselyn, Jim at USCG, Sarah and Stu, Johnny E. Good morning. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber, Canton Kurt and Canton Karen. Delightful Debbie is here. Hey. Yvonne, Lori, John the Wheelman, Adrian, Mr. W. Hello. Uh, Mrs. Kelly, our pharmacy tech in Baltimore, good morning. Kenny from PA. Jess in Aberdeen on our way to work. Lisa, Terrence, good morning. LG, the sassy scientist. Mrs. B, Miss O, W B, Stephanie, and Melissa W, happy Friday.
3: I don't know if we articulate this enough, but like thank you so much. Being a part of it, especially this early in the morning. Oh yeah. I listen. I get it. Let's not be dumb. This isn't like nineteen eighties where you got one thing you could listen to in the morning. You know. So the fact that you're choosing the radio to like come be a part of something in Maryland. Yeah. And like just be a part of something that everybody's listening to at the same time. It's cool. Thank you. Appreciate that. So it's uh, Jess had a great idea because it's our mixed month of screams, which is where we get tickets to give away to all the haunted and spooky houses. Yeah,
4: and a lot of the time all the, the prizes and stuff happen later on in the show so I wanted to save a pair of tickets to give to the Six O'Clock Club. I
3: think it, it's uh, more than deserving because that's the thing. Like, we get so many people that listen this time of day but mm-hmm. they, they get, like, the upper, the higher ups give you no respect. Yeah, and, and you're up first. What? I, first dibs, I feel like. Right. Like, if you're the first person to listen to, like, the radio in the morning like you deserve the dips yeah. so jess for our mixed month of screens what do we got two tickets
4: to six flags fright fest
3: let's do that 410-583-1065 what color number you want jess you can pick today uh 10 color number 10 that's gonna be yours and thank you so much for being a part of this little thing called the uh the six o'clock clone we appreciate it hello khalifa from pikesville good morning You didn't click anything. Oh. Hello, Khalifa from Pikesville. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, How are you? Good. Good. It's so funny. I was sitting here. I was talking to you. I realized I didn't actually pick up the phone yet. This is the problem. People are like, why don't we do more phone calls during the 6 o'clock club? Oh,
4: man. We're just barely opening our eyes right now. Our brains I know, right? okay. are not awake. Yeah. Like, my, I, I'm not talking well. <laughs> like, I was I was talking to a friend in the building about this yesterday. I was like, girl, I am such a problem. Like, the first 45 minutes of the good. show.
3: <laughs> it's not good. We're just, we're just trying to survive out here, you know? Right. Uh, what are you? Why are you up so early? I always find it interesting for, to ask people who listen so early in the morning. Like, what, what are you doing up so early
4: I'm driving
0: to work. I'm like a, I work at a front desk of a residence hall at Towson University. Oh, nice. cool. Yeah, nice. So I got the 6.30 shift on Fridays, which is the worst. Oh, But, girl. you know. Wait, what
3: about the rest of the week? What, what time do you go on the rest of the week?
0: <laughs> oh, like some other days, I am work 3.30 to 6.30. So. Okay, that's yeah. not bad. See, that's, that's not bad. That's the spot. It's like my only early shift.
4: That's the spot. So, wait, so you like check in all the students? Is that what you do? Yeah,
0: basically like I make sure the people who come into the building live there and then I
4: check in their guests and all that. Okay, Khalifa, keeping everybody safe. Thank you, Khalifa.
3: Thank you. It's always good to get to know you guys. So thank you so much for listening. And listen, if we're gonna be up, we gotta be up together and that's the point of the six o'clock club. So thank you. Good luck today at work and enjoy your tickets to Six Flags, okay? Okay. Mix 106.5. It's top three with Kramer and Jess. Trending
1: stories in Baltimore and across the nation. All right, Jessica, let's get it going. Number three.
4: If you know someone who goes above and beyond to make a difference in the community, here's your chance to get them some recognition. Nominations are now open for the Ravens 2021 Community Quarterback Award, which highlights game changers who go out of their way to make Maryland a better place to live. The annual honor is awarded to individuals who have shown a commitment to bettering our community. And charities and nonprofit organizations are invited to nominate outstanding volunteers within their ranks. Or you can even nominate yourself. And the Ravens are excited accepting nominations now through November 19th. Um, you can get all the info on their website and then recipients of the award will be recognized at the Ravens Rams game on January 2nd. That's cool. Number two. So it's no secret that social media platforms struggle with blocking nudity, and it seems like they miss all the stuff they're supposed to catch, and then also the issue of nudes and fine art, and whether they should also be censored. And so now, a group of museums in Vienna, Austria, they're so fed up with being censored on TikTok and social media that they have been forced to create an OnlyFans account. <laughs> a spokesperson said the city's museums had their social media accounts suspended, Saying, quote, Vienna and its art institutions are among the casualties of this new wave of prudishness with nude statues and famous artworks being blacklisted. They wow. said that they've had 3,000-year-old works of art being censored on social media. Clearly, there is something wrong here. And that is why we had to decide to put the capital's world-famous explicit artworks on OnlyFans.
3: That's crazy. Isn't that hilarious? Like, are you... It's, here's a great question for parents. Like, do you get uncomfortable when your kids see naked pieces of art? I mean... Because I remember as a kid, like, if I saw, like, if I saw, like, a, you know, like, a a private part, you know, I'd be like, oh, my God, this is so crazy. But I just don't know, like, as a parent, are you like, whoa, you know, like... I can't believe I don't like kids seeing that. I just can't believe, I can't believe these social media sites would go through, but most of those are usually bots anyway. There's probably just scanning images to see, like... Does it look like that? And that it needs is? to be
4: better though. I feel so bad. Those museums should not have to have an OnlyFans That's for their wild. artwork.
3: <laughs> Number one.
4: Freddy Krueger fans, you can now own a piece of a nightmare on Elm Street history. The two-story house that was used for exterior shots of Nancy Thompson's house in the first two movies is up for sale for $3.25 million. God. Wait, just the
3: exterior?
4: Uh, or is it the whole house? No, it's the whole house, oh, the whole but they're house. saying okay. the shots oh, used it, for that side of the house, right? And so the offers um they're only they're only accepting offers until midnight on halloween to make it even more spooky so the house has actually been a beloved sightseeing spot for fans since the movie came out in 1985 um or no the sequel came out in 1985 but it's located in la has three bedrooms three and a half bathrooms and the dutch colonial home has a second floor terrace a citrus tree-lined backyard and a detached guest house.
3: I just started watching these movies for the first time, by the way, over the weekend. So scary, love it because I can't be, but it's scary. It's good. Who would want to live there? That's okay. It's not even the. To me, it's not even the. Oh my gosh, it's the Freddy Krueger house. The bigger problem to me is think how many people. Well,
4: it already would is. It's already a sightseeing yeah. spot. Like, like, people already go there now. Yeah.
3: You better turn that into like a museum. Or yeah. Something, you make know, some because money off it. how annoying would it be just trying to go out to, like, you know, if get your car? If
4: I were to purchase the house, I would like rent it out for movie marathons and make it an Airbnb. See? You know what See? I'm saying?
3: Now you're thinking.
4: This, <laughs> this is just and that's your top three. Give me
3: some feedback on this because I'm questioning more than anything if I'm a crappy son or if maybe everyone else has fallen into the same category as well. Okay? Mm-hmm. My parents are celebrating their 50 year wedding anniversary coming up. And this yeah. is going to be um, the, the second weekend in November. And that's a huge milestone. That's huge, right? 50 years? Yeah. I barely made it 10. You know, so 50 50- years, like shout out to that. It's really amazing. So they had planned about maybe a month ago to go up into the mountains of North Carolina to spend. Now, all of my family lives in in Atlanta. So, my mom, my dad, my sister and her husband, and my brother and his husband, they all live there. So, mm-hmm. anytime there's a family function, they yeah. always show up, right? Of course. I all have to kind of pick and choose which ones I'm going to be at, because getting down back and forth from Atlanta, especially then driving up into the mountains about two and a half hours, mm-hmm. it's a trek, right? So, a couple of weeks ago, my mom came to me. She's like, hey, listen, no pressure. You know my mom, right? Super sweet. Yes, no pressure. Yes, the
4: sweetest person on the planet.
3: But I just want to... I want to want so
4: much for you on a daily basis. <laughs> Put this
3: out there mm-hmm. that if you uh, if you want to come to that weekend. We're just going to meet. It's going to be just the family yeah. celebrating in the mountains. If you want to come, you're more than welcome. And I'm like, dang, mom, you know, I'd love to, but no, I just, yeah, basically no. because I just got back to my sister's wedding. Travel's expensive, y'all. You know, so I just got back to my sister's wedding down there um, a few weeks ago. And then I'm leaving the weekend after to go down to Cancun for, uh, for Thanksgiving, right?
4: Yeah, because you're not going to be spending Thanksgiving nah. with your family. You're spending it with your friend. Right.
3: Yeah, So, and now I'm wondering, after I said no, is that terrible to miss your parents' 50-year wedding anniversary?
4: She actually brought it up when we had dinner when she was here in town, and she kind of, like, slid it in there. Remember that? Yeah. She's like, you know, we're doing this, but he's not going. Do you and feel was like still... it was,
3: like, a I need to be there kind of thing? I do.
4: I do, which is why when we were eating dinner, I was, you know, obviously being playful, but, like, poking fun at you for not going because I feel like— one, it's such a huge milestone in their marriage, but also I think your parents wanted to celebrate it as a family because yeah. if they just wanted to do it, the two of them, like the two of them could have gone to Hawaii and been like, bye y'all, see <laughs> you in a couple of weeks. You know what I mean? But I feel like for her and maybe even that was her trying to see you at least a little bit for the holiday since you are doing Thanksgiving like solo.
3: Yeah. Yeah. If you got parents that live out of state, then you can understand, or family that lives out of state, you can't be at everything. Exactly. So you have to kind of pick and choose. My sister's first and second yeah. first wedding. My sister had two weddings this year. Mm-hmm. I felt like that was a milestone. I definitely needed to be that. Yeah. I didn't think that this year I needed to be at Thanksgiving and at Christmas because they're so close together. So I'm like, I'll just go spend Christmas with them this year. Right. Makes sense, right?
4: But I do think the 50 years of marriage is a milestone that you could have been a part of. That's a big one, you think? I do, I mean, yeah there's yeah. still time
3: there's still time to get it right um, but as I'm sitting here like last night I went to bed I'm like dang my mom said something the other day when we were recording our podcast and she was like yeah it's it me it's no big deal it's just you know just 50 years of marriage and I'm like she's kidding but, but she's... I feel like the underlying joke there Yeah, it's like hey we really want you to be there so I don't know. What do you think about that? Do you think that's something I need to be at through travel? We're talking like,
4: but how far? But that flight to Georgia, though, the
3: flight's not bad. It's then driving up into the mountains is the issue. And man.
4: honestly, speaking from just personally, with my parents being across the country, I wish they were that close to yeah. me. I wish they were an hour and a half flight and a couple hour drive to spend time with them. Yeah. And, and because your parents are older, with stuff like this, I think it's very important to take opportunities like this. That's special. And looking back on it, you're gonna be looking at pictures of. Of them with your siblings, and you're going to wish you were there.
3: Shoot me some feedback on that. 410-583-1065, you say. I
4: guess.
3: It's time for our Maryland Scariest Real Life Ghost Story Competition. If you're just tuning in for the first time this week, between now and next Friday, mm-hmm. we're going to continue our search for who in this state has got the scariest real-life ghost story.
4: And we've had a different story every day this week around this time, and the whole objective is to make sure that your ghost story is scarier than the one you heard from the morning before.
3: A week from today, whoever's the last person standing mm-hmm. is going to get uh, not only the dubious title of having Maryland's scariest real-life ghost story for 2021, yes, but you will also get a trophy yes. to... Commemorate The official Craven
4: and Jess, Makes 106.5, ghost story, the trophy. This thing is massive. It has, like, pumpkins and ghosts on it. It's actually very ridiculous.
3: The story to beat as of right now is who, Jess?
4: Um, Rebecca from Brooklyn Park. She was a teenager at her friend's house. They basically see this, like, haunted little boy at the top of the steps who I guess the family has seen before in the home. He, the little boy didn't like someone's boyfriend and basically told him to leave the house. And then a radio turned on, and it wasn't even plugged in, and it was terrifying. <laughs>
3: (laughs) So scary. Who's taking on for the competition today?
4: This is Maddie from Hartford County. Good morning. Hi, Maddie. Good morning.
3: What's going on? How are you? Good. How are you guys
4: doing? Good. Happy Purple Friday.
3: (laughs) Jess says I'm okay. It's like
4: my least favorite thing we do, but it's fine.
3: Jess hates being scared. Yeah, I don't like it. So this is always entertaining. All right. You think you could beat the story from yesterday? I hope so. I'm going to give you the uh, the challenge now. In case you're new, you also need to know you only get 60 seconds to pitch your story to us, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At the end yeah. of that 60 seconds, if we choose to ask follow-up questions, you may answer them. But yeah. that, at the end of that 60 seconds, your story must end. Are you ready to go? Yeah. Here we go. Three, two, one.
0: Okay, so um, I was at my friend's house, this is probably like 10 years ago, and her dad came in the uh, kitchen, was like, some weird stuff has been going on, and we didn't believe him. So we're eating dinner, and the back porch light just goes on. So of course, we're like, oh my God, it's so weird. Um, after that door started flying open, <laughs> And we were sitting there, I was holding her nephew, and I heard something growl. Like, I don't, it was just the scariest noise I've ever heard in my life. The dogs start barking, the kids that I'm holding pointing in the corner. <gasps> so we're, like, freaking out. I'm a Christian, I start praying. My friend's dad goes into the uh, kitchen, and my friends with her, they look in. The cabinets are flying open. No. What? Like, both of their hair is standing up on the back of their neck. For some ungodly reason, I spent the night there. I woke up and she has one of those big vanities from like Ikea, you know, with like yeah. the double door. Yes. I open. Every other door was open. I woke up in the middle of the
4: night so scared. And then I woke up to something Five hitting seconds. like... Oh, uh, that's... I hit... Oh, no.
0: That's
4: it. <laughs> Wait, what happened when you woke up? I heard something
0: hit a glass top table, and I knew it was her sister's cross across across the hall. Yeah. And I got up and looked, and the cross fell off the wall.
3: Oh, oh no! If the cross is falling off it's not good. If the cross oh, is falling off, goodness. you got to go home. That's, That's when you the call.
0: scariest you, thing ever. You
3: know, your mom's like, "Call me if anything weird goes on at night. If the cross falls off the wall, it's time to go home."
0: Oh, uh, I called her, and she was like, "Oh, you're you're ridiculous." Oh no!
3: No, no mom. No, I'm not. Why? Fine. Okay, uh, hang on. Let me ask a follow up question really quick. What was in the corner? Did anybody, did you figure out what was growling in the corner or like what the, that so noise it was? It
0: wasn't even like growling. It was just a, like, I don't even know how to explain it. Like it was just, like, it
4: sounded, the closest thing I can this describe evil, is growling. And there was obviously sound. nothing there. Damn, like, man. But the baby, but the baby was pointing in the corner because the baby yep, could see. And he was
0: probably two at the time. He was
4: pointing in the corner
0: mm. and then the two dogs started barking that were in the kitchen. Like, it was just, oh my God, it was
3: awful. Okay. Oh, I'm going to put you no. on hold for one second. Jess and I need to speak wait, amongst ourselves. Wait, before, uh, wait. like,
4: did anyone, like, go back to the home? Like, was, the, like, the home cleanse at all? Like, did, it, did they, like, look further into it or were y'all just, like, it's, living with this dark spirit in the home?
3: It, that and we were childhood best friends. That
4: was the
3: one and only time, and it stopped. Yeah.
4: Okay. It was, yeah. All
0: right. No
3: idea. Push it home for one second. Justin, I got to talk behind your back for a second.
4: I don't know. That was scary.
3: Mm. Like, ew. Is that one scarier? Is
4: it scarier? Sc- because the thing
3: is, like, it's, is it scary? Which one did you feel more like freaked out by? I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give it to her today. Let me explain why. My vote. Because if, if there are crosses falling off the wall because they both now i don't know like the one yesterday the radio turned on that was freaking scary no this is but just cross, like this is like some like, bad energy we're dealing with demons at this point
4: ew i think i'm gonna have I to give it to her just,
3: you agree with that theory? yeah okay. i'm
4: like almost scared to say no
3: <laughs> it might come get you <laughs> all right Congratulations! You're going to stand as our scariest real life ghost story as of today, because that's—I mean—that you, you won us over with the with the with the cross falling off, yeah. and the growling in the corner, and the baby, and the, the baby, baby in the
4: corner.
3: Yeah. Okay. All right. So as of today, you're going to be our scariest real life ghost story. Congratulations. Okay. But don't <laughs> go anywhere, folks. We still got a full week of this competition. All next week, is there anybody who will be able to come in and steal the title away? Of scariest real-life ghost story, Are you good? No. You're not good. All right. It is a Purple Friday, so you know it's an obligation and an honor to do this. Let's go. R. A. Let's go. Ha. Ha. Let's go Raven. Welcome to Purple Friday on our show. And what we do on Purple Fridays is something we call the Flock Line.
4: Yes, this is an on-air pep rally. It's your chance to join the show. Get the boys pumped up. And this is a very, very big game. Sunday, home game, 1 p.m., and we're taking on the Bengals.
3: So if you're like wearing purple today, you got so much pride. We think Lamar listens to this. We think so. We're not sure. He does. We're not sure. This is part of his
4: morning routine. (laughs) It's our
3: our hope. It's true. Um, So if you are like a diehard Ravens fan, will you call the Flock Line right now and just cheer the team on? Maybe you're a Bengals hater. You want to throw some shade. That works too. too. 866 Flock Line. 866 Flock Line. Let's get it going. Hey, it's
0: Jessica
3: from Westminster heading to work and let's go Ravens! Woo! talking about yes. that's the spirit 866 flock line hey tana happy purple friday big trust go ravens go lamar okay baltimore beat those Bengals. okay baltimore. Yes. that's what we're talking about 866 flock line
0: let's go Bengals. beat the ravens no. the cowboy no
4: cowboy uh-uh don't be hitting up the flock line just to start some, 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 some some,
3: He's a, he's a, his name is Cowboy because he's, he's a, Cowboys a Cowboys fan. fan. Yes, so yes, every, yes. I think like every Friday he just gets in here. We can't have that though. No. We need more Ravens fans. 866 flock line. Even like the little ones. Even yeah. like the little ones. we need to hear from you today too, you know? Mr. Spicy, I got... Purple tattoo on me, all day, every day. Okay. We own the Bengals. Lamar is five and zero. He's about to be six and zero. We're top <laughs> the AFC. Boys, keep it going. Let's go, Ravens!
4: Yeah. <laughs> yes, I love that, Mister Spicy. We need that
3: energy on the radio. Eight six six flock line. Ravens fans, where you at?
2: It's time for Friday, Friday.
3: It's good to let it out. It
4: does. It does feel good.
3: Jess <laughs> lets it all out. Always. Not a tear left in that body. Nope. That tear duct is well used. Strong, mm-hmm. some may say. Yeah. Experienced. Friday Karate is um, a compilation of Jess's tears from the week.
4: Mm-hmm. I'm a very emotional person, and I'm just honest with you. And, you know, usually my tears also win you prizes. Not only do you get to learn about what's going on in my roller coaster of a life, but you're also getting two tickets <laughs> to Six Blacks right
3: back. That's a good prize today. So when you're good screaming
4: prize. and you're scared out of your mind, you just thank your, your bestie, Jess, over here.
3: I'm most, your most emotional friends.
4: Your most emotional bestie.
3: Here's how we play. Jess is going to tell you three stories right now, okay? Two of those stories completely made up of why she cried this week. But one of these stories is the actual reason of why she cried. Mm -hmm. If you pick out the actual cry, you get the Fright Fest tickets, okay? Simple. Let's get into it. our Friday Cry Day for today. Jess.
4: Story number one. If you've been listening to the show, you know that I am not a fan of the popular Netflix show, Squid Game. I'm more of a Disney Gilmore Girls kind of person. I stay in my lane and I just want everyone to leave me alone about it. But uh, my boyfriend and friend forced me to watch Squid Game over the weekend. I got through six episodes. Not going to finish it. Tell me why I come home earlier this week and what is Garage Boy doing? He's watching Squid Game. (laughs) Now, listen, I know, you know, obviously if I'm not there, do what you will. But I assumed that this man would stop the show because obviously it causes me unnecessary anxiety. But no, he kept it on. And (laughs) I just was waiting for him to see what he was going to do. And he finished the episode. The whole thing. The whole thing. Yeah. And so I was very upset and I cried about it. And I was like, so you just don't care about my emotional state.
3: So it's like a fight that turned into a cry. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Those are always the best, by the way. Yeah? (laughs) Poor garage. I was
4: like, I I hope you're happy. Hope you're happy now. Hope you're happy. You got to see green light, red light, one again. (laughs) Story number two. We had a really good friend visit uh, over the weekend. And it just made me realize how much I enjoy hanging out with my friends more as I've gotten older than when you're younger. Because we're not, like, worried about, like, what are we going to do? We need to be entertained. Where are we going to go drink? Whatever, whatever. And it was just such a fun time. Hanging out and just, like, spending time with each other and catching up and talking about life and stuff. And so, when he left, I just, like, broke down because it was just really nice having our people
3: around. Now, that could be real, too, because...
4: It's been a minute since Je- somebody came y- yeah. and visited us. You've
3: had, like, a friend come out. Yeah. When was the last time somebody came out before him?
4: Exactly. When was the last time?
3: <laughs> Not that you're keeping taps. Not that I'm keeping taps, but... Jess's friends And family. All right. Story number three. Yeah.
4: So... For some reason, a friend of mine, like, an old friend of mine sent me a video of us in, like, the sixth grade. Like, he had this, like, random video of a bunch of us in the classroom. Okay. And I, like, freaked out when I saw myself because I just haven't, like, seen sixth grade Jessica in, like, forever. Yeah. And, like, I'm walking through the classroom, and at one point I'm like, hey, guys, you know, remember this in my true Hollywood story? And I'm like, (laughs) wait, hold up. Excuse me.
3: Still putting on a show.
4: And I just freaked out because, like, honestly, it took me so long to be comfortable with myself and, like, not care about what people thought. And, like, that little girl had no idea, like, what was going to happen and where she was going to go. And it, like, brought me to tears because it was just so weird looking at myself like that. Okay. And it was a really nice surprise this week, and I appreciated
3: it. Could be the real cry as well. So this is, like, where the heart... Oh, Whoa. Uh, this this is where the hard work Six comes Flux, in. Six Flags, bright everybody. Which one was a real cry this week, you think? Like, which one actually did make Jess cry? It's probably the friend one, in my opinion, the, the friend one when he left. What do you think, though? 410-583-1065. First
4: is Helena in Bel Air. Good morning. Hi, how are you?
3: Good morning. We're good. How are you? Good. You think it's story number one, number two, or number three?
0: I
4: would say number one because I personally watched it and I almost cried myself. Okay. <laughs> right? Thank you.
3: So but to make it worse, though, Jess literally told her boyfriend Garage Boy, "Listen, that story, that that show freaks me out. Yeah,
4: I don't want it. I don't want to see it.
3: You still watched mm-hmm. Was mm-hmm. that the real? Was that the cry for the week?
4: No, it wasn't the cry, but I was
3: upset. <laughs> it was. It was the yell.
4: <laughs> oh, it was that. Uh, That's Monday yell it day. It was the fit. <laughs> it was the. It was the weekly fit, my friends. New game Monday called Monday Madness. <laughs> man that might be a little too real for y'all thanks
3: for playing all right who's next
4: uh next is richard in baltimore all
3: right richard hey how you guys doing we're doing well man you got two options left number two or number three
0: uh i really resonate with number two story number two i know that as i've gotten older uh, you know, friends are really, really important. So I'm going with number two.
3: Yeah, honestly, that's and we see a reoccurring theme in this game where friendship and family means a lot to you, and they yes. come to visit. Jess always, even when my mom comes to visit, yeah, I'm all
4: crying. Jess
3: gets emotional when she leaves. Yes. So.
4: so, Richard, it was not the meltdown this week. What I what I really loved was like I wasn't like crying. I was just so filled with gratitude that. I was very, very happy. Sad when he left, but it didn't move me to tears. I was just thankful for the time. Well, that's good. Yeah, I feel that's like we're making good. progress. I'm that's happy not sure. I'm not melting down every time. <laughs>
3: that's good. Yeah, right. <laughs> Getting stronger, you're, you're you guys. Hardening. You're hardening is what you're doing. <laughs> Richard, man, have a good weekend. Thanks for playing.
4: All right, that gives us one option left. Jess, who is this? Julia in Baltimore. Julia, which one is it? Three. And why three? Um, videos and old memories are good. And they trigger a lot of happiness. Yeah. Julia, I was like Oprah crying over this video. I don't know why it like tripped me up so much, but I feel like what I would like everyone to do today is like think of your younger self when you were like the most insecure in your life and just like say something nice to them, you know, if you could, because like it made me in that moment kind of try to say sorry for being not so nice to myself all the time growing up and i feel like if she would have known what was coming she wouldn't have been so hard on herself either so i hope that everyone can kind of take some time and do that today
3: julia's like i'm just here for the tickets i don't (laughs) that's not what i'm here for (laughs) julia congratulations fright fest tickets thank you yeah absolutely enjoy